In this episode of Checking In, we met with a young, inspirational entrepreneur, Daniel Rondeau with 925 Freelancing, to find out the importance of a why when starting your business. Thanks for coming in, Daniel. We have Danielle Rondeau, uh, founder and CEO from 925 Freelancing Incorporated in the studio with us today. Thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for having me. I uh, really appreciate it. Do you prefer to go by Daniel or Dan? Uh, let's roll with Dan. Dan, Dan's yeah. great. Thank you. So Dan, maybe if you can help uh, the viewers understand the 925 freelance model and what it is that you do. Oh, okay, that's, uh, that's the fun part. So we're an on-demand work app for iPhone and Android. We looked at the way Uber works and how it does a great job of connecting people who need rides with people who need to make some extra cash. And I love the model. So I thought if they can do that for taxi services, mm -hmm. why can't we do that for real careers? And that's exactly what we did. We connect people looking for flexible work in the construction industry with business owners looking to fill holes in their staff and bring in people for temporary and short-term contracts. And you then, got something. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It, it's, uh, there you go. If we look at the whole thing, this is the fun part for me, is this whole Airbnb, Uber movement, it's all temporary. It's just temporary staffing. So you have temporary taxi drivers. Skip is a temporary delivery driver. Yes. Uh, Instacart come into town. Yeah. Temporary grocery getter. Yeah. Uh, Airbnb temporary hotel yeah. hotel owner, and then we go into Fiverr and, and Upwork, temporary digital workers. It's yeah. just a yeah. temp yeah. staffing agency. Huh. Except for they say you pick your own worker, so we're bringing that model and going to after the actual industry that makes Needs up. Needs it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it owns fifty percent of the marketplace, so. It's absolutely huge. So you've had, wow, that's a that's an interesting concept. So uh, you've had nine to five freelancing up and running now for how long? Eight months. Eight months. Yeah. And the idea Oof. has been brewing for how long? Uh, you know, it really started about two years ago. Um, the seed of it started three years ago, actually. Um, my father passed away, um, and he was looking for work in the old school way. He was knocking on doors and driving around and going to businesses, and unfortunately got caught in the cold. Um, it was minus 40, and the truck broke down, so he didn't really make it. Oh, after. Dad. Yeah, thank you. I'm sorry. It's, uh, it was an unfortunate turn of events, but I thought, let's take something bad and let's turn it into something good. So it started with that, and that's how we came up with this, is just mm. giving somebody the ability to make money at the touch of a button. Okay, so from uh, I've got a lot of questions for you, but from a, from a business model, is this your full-time job? It is, absolutely. It is your full-time job. So it has to make money. Yes. You need to monetize it. Where, help me connect the dots. How does it, how does it work? Um, you know, it's pretty simple. We, we leaned on the Uber model again. Okay. Um, they collect a percentage per ride and we collect a percentage from the business per hour. We allow the worker to collect the full salary with, without, you know, interfering in how much they can make and they can earn because 
that's what's important to us. So we charge the business actually a 35% fee for each hour worked. And that way they, um, they don't have to deal with all the overhead of managing, onboarding, recruiting, payroll. We just rolled it all into the app. Hmm. So I'm, I'm, you're going to have to help me some more. So yeah. is, the, is the customer the business Absolutely. that you're working with or is the customer the individual looking to subsidize some income? That's the fun part about, uh, about a two-sided marketplace that we have is we see them both as customers. Uh, technically speaking, from a business perspective, um, the businesses are the customer. They're just like the people that would go into a grocery store and go shopping for vegetables. They're paying the bill. But we see our workers as customers as well because our job is to make them happy. Our job is to give them flexible work on demand. So they're both customers, but only one, one of them pays. Okay, okay. Hmm. So how, uh, what's the appetite from the community? How, how's the uptake? You know, it's been absolutely amazing. Um, to be quite honest, in the very beginning, I thought, wow, there's, there's millions of apps out there. What is going to make mine different and what's going to make mine special? And at the end of the day, it was the community that makes it different and special. It was the businesses hmm. that make up Kelowna that say, we believe in you and we believe in your idea and let's work together to help people find jobs and help put people in careers and pay their bills. Hmm. I like it. Thank you. So how many workers oh. do you have in the app or in the system? Yeah, that's, uh, that's another point of pride for me is we're already at a thousand workers. And on the business side, we've already had over 50 sign up with us that believe in what we do. We've been growing pretty steadily since launch. Okay, so now I have a Another question for you. So growing steadily since launch, yeah. you, you sit out and you start a business mm -hmm. and a lot of it is manual hours. You're uh, doing a lot of the onboarding. So how much, is it just you? How uh, do you have staff? Yeah, um, well, you know what? It is, technically speaking, I am working full time. I made the, the big leap of faith well, my partner holds a career, he has a, he has a family to feed. Okay. So I manage all the business functions and contract out the expertise that the business needs. So we need HR to screen personnel and we contract that out. Um, the copywriting and the digital design, we, we contract that all out simply to help us control our growth and control our expenses so that we don't grow too fast and end up sinking our own sh own ship. Hmm. Do you have any, uh, so, okay, so you, three years in concept, two years in seriously thinking about it, and then eight months in actually doing it. Any landmines you wish you could have skipped or anything, <sighs> even in the short, short time you can reflect on that you could have done differently or you still need to do differently? Yeah, um, you know, just the most honest and blunt one is I almost wish I wasn't so naive. I fell into that, that belief system that is sold and portrayed on social media of, 
entrepreneurship is being so easy and if you just make the jump <laughs> you just you'll make it you go you can everyone can fly and uh, that that has been been the biggest landmine is the absolute time commitment and, and life commitment that I have to dedicate you know and and the sacrifice that it has to take I wish I would have known known it going in and would help me prepare a lot more would you have chosen differently Absolutely not. I don't think so either. No, definitely not. So, um, uh, is there, is there, have you sat down, have you done a business plan, have you done, um, do you know when you've got a line in the sand on what success is and what you have to keep working towards? Are you? Absolutely. Um, How are you doing? We're doing really well. Uh, we're, we're far ahead of schedule. Um, I, I learned a lot through my previous career of how to manage uh, the number side of a business. Um, the personnel side is, is different for me, but we're ahead of schedule by at least 18 months compared to my business plan. Um, I went out and I did three business plans and, and financial models of absolute success. Mm -hmm. We nail everything. You know, if we absolutely tank, how bad is it going to be? And the middle ground. And, you know, we're hovering right around the middle ground. And I'm, I'm really happy to see that. Self-funded or did you go for funding? Self-funded. Good for you. Thank you. It's, uh, it's, yeah, I wanted to make sure that we can prove it, that, that my idea is actually feasible before I even thought about making anybody else risk anything. I, I funded it all from my savings and said, let's, let's just do this and let me prove to everybody else that I can do it before I ask for help. So you've proved that it's viable. You've proved that you have a viable business. Yeah. yeah. According to, to your plans or your projections. Yeah. What's next? Are you able to take it out into other communities? Do you have to be in those markets? You said at the beginning one of the biggest um, um, benefits to you was the uptake from the business community and the relationships with the business people. Can you do that in other communities? Absolutely. Um, that has been a learning curve though as well and a, and a really fun one to, to sort out. Um, I, uh, again, I was naive. I was young and naive. And I thought, hey, if we just make an app, it'll go nationwide and I won't have to manage it. But in a lot of ways, it's just like a traditional business. We're still going to have to go city by city mm -hmm. and town by town and shake hands and build relationships just like anybody else would. And if we try and skip those steps, we won't make it. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the Airbnb and the Uber stories, a lot of people don't know is is the years they spent behind the scenes flying around and shaking hands and meeting people and that's my biggest learning is it's got to be old school you got to get your boots dirty any other tips or words of wisdom you can leave leave us with oh, uh, make sure you know your why make sure you know your why and it's concrete and it can pull you through the hardest and most difficult struggles that you can possibly imagine. If you know your why, there's, there's no way that you can be stopped. Thank you very much, Dan. Thank you for having me. And thank you for checking in.